get tested. Mother approved. I'm the kid Ruben. I'm the mom Dawn, and hello everybody. It's been a while. It's been too long. We've been so busy. You've been busy. You've I'm been like, busy. I'm like, mom, mom, please, please, let's record, please. And you go, shut up. Oh, I would never say that. You say, shut up, I don't need you. I didn't. I could do this show without you. Well, no, I couldn't because I don't know how to run the computer. Yeah, you would be like, is it up? And then I'd be like, Mom, you didn't even press record. I don't know. Yeah. No, it's been busy. Yeah. And then the weather's been really hot here. We yeah. don't have air conditioning. Right. Because it's in California. We're not supposed to get hot. What? And, no, what? I think that's... No, what I'm it's saying... It's literally the opposite. I think California's known for being hot. Southern California, not necessarily Northern California. I but guess. most a lot of our houses here, like us, we don't have air conditioning. Yeah. So if you have to turn a fan on, you wouldn't hear you wouldn't hear us. You would just hear oh the whole time. Sorry, what was that? <laughs> oh. I think a fan would be like. I don't know. That one fan in our house goes oh, and then it prays. <laughs> I don't know. And we have a special guest. Theodore's in the house. What? Theodore is here with us. I mean, you could have just said he's in the room. I know. It's just. It's funny. weird that you say he's in the house. He's I always in the house. He is always in the house. He's not allowed outside. Well, he goes to the backyard and plays. Yeah, he goes to the backyard and he goes for walks. It's not like yeah. he's not a hostage <laughs> or a hermit. Yeah, he's allowed to go outside. He's a dog. I know, and he's cute. If you've never listened to the podcast before, Kid Tested Mother Proved is a weekly podcast where each week we pick a theme or a theme is given us and then we pick a movie for each other to watch based on that theme. But I win. With what? The li- life. I won the life. I won the game of life. No way. Yes, I did. Why? Uh, because I went to Silicon Valley Comic Con this weekend. Oh, I thought you were meaning the movie. No. Yes, you did. Well, because, yeah, no. Anyway, sorry. Yes, I you did. did. And I, and you did not go. I No. You wanted expensive. to go. Yeah. 50 bucks for one day is kind of. Uh, Pretty high. And apparently the whole Momoa, Jason Momoa thing was a nightmare. Uh, so I'm kind of glad we didn't do it. Um, oh, good. Just because it was just like constant, like nobody knew what was happening. And it was just, Ugh. poor guy was overworked. And apparently he smelled like beer, which like I would too if they were working me that much. Of just like, okay, now go here. Okay, now go here. Okay, we don't know what's happening. Okay, now go here. Um. It was really great with photo ops, I guess. I've seen a bunch of pictures where he's not just standing there like a lump, like he's having fun and whatever. Um, but the first day, I did a thing. You did a thing. All right. What did I do? You spoke to Jim Cummings. Who's that? He's the voice of Winnie the Pooh. And then when I was at work, I got a video mm-hmm. from Jim Cummings saying, hi, you don't know who I am, but I totally knew who he was. Yes. And then he said, but you know this guy, and it was you, like, totally excited. Hi, Mom. Okay, I did not sound like that. Hi, Mom. I was not like, hi, Mom. I was like, hi, Mom. No, you were like, hi, Mom, like, totally excited. I was like, hi, Mom. And then, yeah, no, you were so excited. And Whitney was very excited behind you. Yes. And then he started speaking in Winnie the Pooh's voice. Yeah. Winnie the Pooh was talking to me. Yeah, he was. And it was amazing, and yeah. I cried. You did cry. Hard. You, you cried when I showed it to you again. Yeah, I just cried a little bit ago when I was showing it to, to somebody Brian, in our yeah. house. Yeah. So I, and then he switched to Tigger, which was nice. I'm not a big fan of Tigger as I am Winnie the Pooh, but I have been. You know what was cool, though? What was cool? To watch his physicality in the video. 
Was it? Because to, to watch Pooh Bear, he, you know, he's very soft. And then Tigger, his eyes kind of cross a little bit. Yeah. And he does like a tig, like he kind of, he's, he moves around a little bit. It, it was fun. It was the most amazing video ever. Yeah. Um, I will keep it forever. Yeah. I will never, ever delete it. It's if pretty I, good. If I'm ever having a bad day, I will play it because Winnie the Pooh was talking to me. And he told you to stay sweet. Yes. My foot stuck. Sorry. Um, yes. And as yes. honey forever. Yes. And, and it was the, the coolest thing. He, he I showed was, it to every teacher at preschool, whether they really wanted nice. to see it or not. He was a really nice guy okay. and he was really genuine. And we went and talked and afterwards we were just talking to him. Like we were just talking to him like a person. And I was telling him how excited I was for Galaxy's Edge. And he was, because uh, he's Hondo. He's one of the main characters in the, the Millennium Falcon ride. Uh-huh. And then he starts talking to me as Hondo. And he's asking me if I want to be a pilot or a gunner. And I'm like, I will be a pilot. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, we can make that work. And I'm like, <laughs> it's, it's so cool. He, just, he was a really nice dude. And it was kind of funny because he didn't really have that big of a line on weekend. And I was like. Do you idiots not realize who this is? No, the people don't. See, I'd have been um, standing there. It's Winnie the Pooh, people. It's Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> the big megaphone. Get over there, stupids. It's Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of people there that I just didn't go see, though. Like Robert Patrick was there. I physically saw him. But uh, the T2, term, the, the the cop Terminator, he's in it. And, and then he was in a television Scorpion. series on CBS, yes. Yeah, he's in tons of stuff. Um, Arnold was there for a day. Didn't see him. I saw Jason Momoa. No, 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 I didn't see Jason Momoa. I saw Arnold from a distance. Okay. That was neat. I mean, I didn't need to pay the billion dollars or whatever it was to go meet him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you said the next one is going to be in October? Yeah, October of next year, 2020. Okay. So maybe I'll go next year. Maybe. Who knows? We'll see if they announced. I can't believe they announced Jim Cummings the day before, though. That was ridiculous. Yeah, because you gave me this big, giant text. You're like, I am not kidding. This, this is, is not, a, not joke. a joke. And you yeah. were like, let's go. And you were like, I don't know. I mean, no matter what, I was going to get you that video. You know what I mean? It was so worth it. It Like, I was going to get you something where, where, yeah, you could hear Pooh Bear. Yeah, it was really cool. For those, it was just cool. Mm -hmm. He would have also done your voicemail. uh, And Taylor was was like, I want Darkwing Duck to do my voicemail. Did he do it? No. We didn't go. We went back and talked to him, and I said thank you to him for that. Like, we went back on Sunday, and he was sitting there, and like, thank you so much for that, and like... It was really cool. Like he goes, did it work? I go, it made my mom's life. Like he, I go, it was amazing for her uh, to just hear that. And I just want to say thank you. He goes, oh, thank you for coming and blah blah blah. He, he was really nice and genuine. Yeah, um, I have been in love with Winnie the Pooh since the very first, and it wasn't even Jim Cummings who did it. It was Sterling Holloway mm-hmm. um, when I first saw the Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, and Pooh gets his butt stuck in Rabbit's door. Yeah, that was the very first time I fell in love. Mm-hmm. Winnie the Pooh and his big chubby butt. Uh, yeah, no. So I mean, we'll do a quick recap of Silicon Valley Comic Con. It was fun. Uh, Friday slow. Saturday insane. Sunday slow. Really? Yeah, I loved it. Uh, it was a bummer that Saturday was so packed, but it wasn't too packed. Okay, you could still move around. You still and- move around. You still start get to see everything. So, how many years have you been going to Silicon Valley Comic Con? Every year that's gone on. This is year number four. How would you rate it? It's fine. I enjoy it because it's local. I don't know if I would travel for it. Right. There's been other years, though, I think, that the uh, the, the people that were scheduled were a little, were bit, a little better. bit better. Yeah, yeah, they, they were fine. This just wasn't for I mean, a lot of the celebrities just weren't for me. Right. You know what I mean? 
Kel Mitchell and Jim Cummings were the only two that I was like, yes. Right. Those two. Everyone else, I was like, nah. Whatever. They did a big Terminator thing. Yeah, they big Terminator. a lot Termi- of people yeah, from Terminator. Yeah, cool. Lou Ferrigno was there. I was walking around with my buddy who, he's not a real big comic fan. He's not a Comic-Con fan. My friend Austin, he was with us for on Saturday. And Lou Ferrigno was sitting on a table. At a table. Just sitting there like, he says, you could just walk up to Lou Ferrigno and talk to him? I was like, yeah. That's- and there was nobody there? No, I mean, Lou Ferrigno's at like every con though. Like, But Lou Ferrigno is always busy. You know what I mean? Like, there's okay. always somebody at his table, but it's never like as a giant line. It's Lou I, Ferrigno, and he's been, I just don't want anyone to sit there and no one come and see him. I'd be sad. I would hate to take you to a con because I'd be like, Mom, <laughs> what happened? You just spent $600. Well, and you'd be like, well, I needed to see everyone who didn't have a line. <laughs> it's like, Mom, it's Friday. No one has a line. Nobody's here. I know, I, but I would. I, so you have to pay to see them? I mean, you can look at them, and I'm sure we went up and just talked to Jim Cummings on Sunday, and we're like, "Hey, thank you." Um, right, but no, I really would feel bad because if somebody was sitting there mm-hmm. that spent their time to come to this to have people meet them, and nobody was in their line, I would meet them just because I'd feel bad for them, and I would want oh them gosh. to be happy. Oh my gosh, you would be yeah, you would spend five hundred dollars and be like, "Oh, sixty here, forty here, here you go." Oh, well, we can take a little picture, sure. But I just, I would feel really, really bad for them. Why? Because they're sitting there all alone. They're getting paid to be on their phones. But they're all alone. No one's talking. I would just, I would, I would, I'd be oh like, Ruben, give me some money. <laughs> like, Mom, do you even know who that is? Like, no, like, Mom, it's no, the second Yellow Ranger. But they're sitting alone. I would go and talk to them. Hello, how are you? Yeah, we talked to the Red Ranger. He was really nice. We talked to David Fielding, who played Zordon. He was really nice. Um, Adam Savage was super nice. Adam Savage and his whole team were just so genuine and so nice. And and, and Adam Savage did not need to treat us like real people, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because he was already a little behind on time. And he, he was on a tight schedule. He was still very polite with us. He was, you know, he was nice. Um yeah, there was, I mean, it, it just, I love conventions. I, I mostly love just meeting the local artists and seeing that kind of stuff. I got this amazing, amazing picture of the Hulk that somebody drew because uh, I was just like obsessing over this dude's art because it was really good. Uh, and he had like Ready Player One art, which is like, no one does Ready Player One art. Right. But I was like talking to him. I was like, this stuff's so awesome. And I was talking to him. He goes, are you an artist too? I go, no, no, not even close. He goes, you talk like an artist. I go, I just love art. I just love looking at something that someone makes that is good. Right. There, I that is objectively good. You know what I mean? It's like this is a good thing. I like this. Okay. Um, he's like, oh yeah. So we went on Sunday, and I was like, hey man, I'll, do you have any room for commissions? He goes, he goes, I'm pretty full, but I can slide you in. I was like, dope. And so I got the Hulk, uh, and the person right before me got Rod Serling. Okay. And then the per- and they but they got two. They got Rod Serling. Okay. So you can it, and he showed me. And it was amazing. And then they also got Jordan Peele. So it was both nice. the Twilight Zone hosts. I was like, that's so sick. Uh, as we were walking away, I was talking to Taylor. I was like, I didn't even think I could do that. I was just like, the superhero. Like, I didn't even think about anything else, right. which would have been super fun. Um, but no, so that was really good. Uh, and I, I didn't ask how to say his last name because I felt bad. But Guy Gilchrist, he is the official uh, cartoonist of the Muppets. Jim Henson chose him to do cartoons of the Muppets. He worked on Muppet Babies. He was like, Baby. are you going to, you're going to whisper the theme song? Yes. It's not going to pick up with the mic at all. You know that. I right? know. Yeah. Muppet Babies. 
Well, that's the original please one. Please don't sue us. <laughs> oh, that's why I was singing it really quiet. Um, no, but he and I mean again, really nice dude, just very genuine. Worked on original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle cartoons. Worked on Muppet. You know what I mean? Like, but he did all the character designs for Muppet Babies. Like it's okay. his idea and his designs. So he did commissions. Uh, and people, I was asking him like all these cool commissions he's done because I noticed that he did uh, pigs in space as Muppet Babies. Nice. So I was like, well, I got one. What about Sweetums? I love Sweetums. Sweetums is my favorite Muppet, and he did Sweetums as a Muppet Baby, and it's adorable. Yeah. It's so good. It's basically just a face with a lot of fur. Yeah. So much fur in his little hands with his little wrappings on him. It's cute. He was so nice. He posted it on his social media. Like, nice. Yeah. It was just, it was a really great con. He was a really, it was, that's the thing is, I was talking to Taylor, and I feel like Silicon Valley Comic Con, especially for me and Taylor, <clears throat> focuses more about our childhoods than like our teenage years right okay. like he got to meet the red ranger he was nine when he loved the you know what i mean he was a right. kid when he loved the red ranger i got to we got to meet kel we got to meet jim cummings we got to meet this guy who created muppet babies like right it's one of those things where it's like these these people that like you don't realize are so influential and they're so nice and they're genuine they just enjoy being there absolutely and they're glad that people think people like their stuff just like the artists in artist alley those people are happy that people like their stuff you know what i mean absolutely you come up and go wow this is really cool people appreciate that no matter what well yeah because they work hard exactly yeah i would go to every booth and if no booth even if it just had art and there was nobody there then i would go over there hello can i see your art please I'd feel bad. I really would. But anyway. Mom, we've been here for 12 hours and we're two booths in. <laughs> oh, this is very nice. Oh, this is very nice. Oh, I like this. Oh, I don't know what this is, but I like it. You worked it's, really hard on it. You worked really hard. They'd be like, yep. Are you going to buy anything? Nope. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, I like this. Oh, this is very nice. You worked very hard on this. Yeah, I guess. Are you going to buy anything? Nope. Goodbye. <laughs> See, I forget that they are doing it for money. Yeah, it's their job. I that's mean, their job, and that's yeah. cool. I will go one year. I really yeah. will. There's been every every year. There's like one person. I'm like, oh, maybe. Well, I mean, the fact that it was Jason Momoa, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and Jim Cummings, we made the joke that you like you booked this event, like right. You know who we talked about this earlier, and I'm going to add a different name than what you said. You know what? Put David Tennant in there, and I—he was there last year. I know, but I'm saying add him with Jim Cummings, Stone Cold, and David Tennant. I yeah. would have been there. <laughs> That's it, that. That would have been the kicker. That would have been the kicker. That those three. Oh, oh, you're booping. That's fine. This is my phone. Um. Yes, and I would have stood in all three of their lines. Yeah, you. Well, you would have stood in a very long line. For who? Stone Cold. That's okay. I would have stood there anyway. He was only there on Saturday. I would have stood there. I'd have been the first one. Uh, maybe. Or yeah, anyway, so what was our theme this week, Ruben? I don't remember. The theme this week is movies you want to be a part of, or, or yes. part of your world. Movies where you would want to be in those worlds. Yes. You picked a bad movie, but you're gonna go first because I really, yeah. <sighs> go first. Okay. So the movie that you picked for me was the original Muppet movie mm-hmm. from the seventies. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Kermit and all of them. Mm-hmm. And it has a lot of super guest stars. Uh, insane. Only though, if you know who they are, like at if that you, time though, that was insane. At, yes, because at that time, let's see, let's go over them. Madeline Kahn. Yeah. Carol Kane. Wait, 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 wait! Before you do anybody. Yes. Let's back and forth it. Okay. Steve Martin and Richard Pryor. Now, That's two. But you said two, so now. Okay. We're... Mel Brooks. Crap. Uh. 
No, that was a uh, Dom DeLuise. Nice. Okay. Uh, I got another one. <laughs> I forgot. Elliot Gould. Yes. And yeah. who's the big producer at the end? The the connection to our two movies, Orson Welles. Orson Welles. There's a connection. Did you know the connection? Well, Is it a you. rainbow connection? Yes, but that's not the connection. That's a banjo noise. Wow, we are full of noises today. Um, in your movie, mm-hmm. which you're going to talk about, starring Gene Kelly and Rita Hayworth. <laughs> no, it's great. Rita Hayworth mm-hmm. was married to, at that time, Orson Welles. And oh. Orson Welles is the big producer in my movie. Because of course he is. Okay. So Orson Welles, there was a ton. Um, uh, the guy who did the music, Paul Williams. Yeah, who's not John Denver. No. I always get those two confused physically in my brain. Well, so John Denver has passed away a long time ago. Yeah, but so did Paul Williams? No, Paul Williams is very much alive. Really? I think so. You could Google it. Probably very much. It's probably a stretch, but... No, I... Well, maybe. I don't know. So, um, okay, so this is the story. It starts out, and all the Muppets are at the movie theater because they're going to watch the Muppet movie, and and Kermit is sitting there, and he sees all of his friends, and who is sitting next to him? You're welcome. Robin. Robin. Okay, now, not as much as I love Winnie the Pooh, but I do love Robin. Yeah. Is he alive? Yeah, he is alive. He's 78. Oh, he's not that old. No, he's not that old. Um, And he says, is this really how the Muppets started or something like yeah. that? Yeah, he's a little, Kermit has his arm around Robin. And Robin's <laughs> so cute. And what I didn't realize, maybe we talked about this before, but Robin actually started in 1971. Yeah, Robin's been around. I didn't, rem- I don't remember really. This is halfway down the stairs song. Oh, I love that. Well, actually where he started was the um, the Frog Prince was his first thing. Mm-hmm. was the frog prince but i don't remember really liking him till i was like 10 or 11 robin's the best i love him i always have he's been my favorite muppet hands down he was he was a runner-up with the guy gilchrist i thought about getting one for you of uh-huh. muppet baby robin and taylor and i were talking about He'd what be would a little tadpole that's what we said mother baby robin would be a tadpole Mm, which, which doesn't make any sense. No, nope, but i love because him. why wouldn't Muppet baby kermit be a tadpole why was kermit a baby I know, right? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Wait, no, wait a minute. Why was he a baby? I don't know. He should have been a tadpole. He should have, yeah, or at least just had like arms and no legs. Or that's right, little tail. <laughs> Sorry? So, yeah. Weird sounds tonight. <laughs> that's a tadpole because they don't have arms and legs, so they just have to wiggle their booties. Okay. So <laughs> then then the movie starts out. Kermit is singing Rainbow Connection. Mm-hmm. Now, if you have never seen this movie, Go go see this. It's just fun. I, it's a buy it for me. Um, spoiler alert. No, I'm just saying it ahead of time. It's a buy. It's, it came out in, in the 70s, so it's been out for a really long time. It was actually the 10th grossing movie of that year. Do you know what the others were? No. I just came up on my... It just came up on, on the Pokeballs. I wonder what... I mean, like... Tenth is probably a lot higher than I realize. You know right. what I mean? Like, it's probably like, oh, yeah, that's... But I'm trying to think, like, I wonder what, like, the 10th grossing highest movie, 10th highest grossing movie of 2018 was. You know right. what I mean? I don't know. And in just Muppet movies, the original Muppet movie was the second gro- highest grossing Muppet film. What was the first? 
The new Muppet movie. Really? The Muppets. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, I guess that makes sense because they already have 40 plus years or 30 plus years of hype. Right. So people are familiar with the character. So and to to bring back and to revisit that style. Sure, I guess. That's surprising, though. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. Okay. So the movie starts out. The movie that they're watching starts out that Kermit is in the pond. Nope. He's in the swamp. I forgot. And he's singing Rainbow Connection, which is fantastic. That's the song he's known for. And all of a sudden, as he's singing, this guy in a boat is like, hey, can you help me? I'm lost. And it's Dom DeLuise. Yes. Who, if you don't know who Dom DeLuise is. Right. Like, you got to Google it. Like, Dom DeLuise, for me, was when, Dom DeLuise is one of the first celebrities I remember crying about when he died. Because, because for me, he was just that type of comedy. Uh-huh. Where he just any any situation that Dom DeLuise was in, he could make a hundred times funnier. He didn't even have to necessarily be the funniest guy in the room, but Dom DeLuise was an elevator. He he always would like he would like if you brought one, he'd bring ten. You know what I mean? And right. so then you brought ten, so he brought a hundred. So you brought a hundred. Like uh, Dom DeLuise was a comic genius. And you know who else we didn't mention? Who? Edgar Bergen and Charlie McCarthy. Yeah. That was a really good good thing. I think we're boring, Theodore. He's going to sleep on us. And um, so then Kermit decides he wants to go to Hollywood to be a star. Yeah, because that Dom DeLuise is a producer. He's like, you got to get out to Hollywood, frog. Yeah, singing frog. But then what, then what happens mm-hmm. is Kermit meets Doc Hopper. Uh, Fozzie first. Oh, I was just kind of skipping. I wasn't going to do uh, every single scene in the movie oh no i mean okay sass mouth <laughs> <laughs> i didn't mean to be a sass mouth i'm just saying i wasn't gonna do every single scene we'll yeah, be here yeah. for two and a half hours no but i mean you could say that well yeah so, well, and i forgot so then he meets fozzy and fozzy has a really cool car and he drives it yes which was a big deal that fozzy and kermit are driving right well they have legs hello yeah my favorite scene too is I have several favorite, but the the one I really like too is where Kermit's on the bike. Hello, he's a puppet. He's on a bike mm-hmm. with his little legs. Um, and actually, there were two Studebakers used in that film: the brown Studebaker, and mm-hmm. then they they painted it or something. And they're actually in a Studebaker museum. That's cool. Yeah, it's really cool. So then he meets Fozzie and. I just love m- during the movie that Fozzie half the time is always saying yes, sir, to Kermit. It's very cute. And then he meets, see, I'm now I'm going to mess. Then he meets Doc Hopper. Doc Hopper is a bad guy. Doc Hopper is a restaurant guy. Mm-hmm. And he owns a restaurant and they serve frog legs. Mm-hmm. And he wants Kermit to be a spokesman, maybe with or without his legs. Mm-hmm. And they're trying everything to get him. They keep trying and trying, and he just wants to get to Hollywood. Yeah. And then he meets Gonzo, and, and the, Camilla, and Camilla the chicken. Gonzo's and girlfriend. Yeah, but Gonzo has a little bit of a wandering eye because there was a couple of things that he was like, "Ooh," and she started clucking at him. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Uh-huh, and then he meets Miss Piggy, which is love at first sight. He loves her, and she loves him. And then they meet. Oh no! I think I I jumped ahead, but or I, I missed him. Uh, Doctor Mayhem. Uh, 
Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem, that is when it is just uh, Fozzie and Kermit. Yes, and they because pull they come into to the a church. church. Yeah. And then they're so tired, and then they hear the music. Mm-hmm. And then they read the script. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what's so funny. He's like, well, we can't really repeat everything, but here, just read the script. So then they read the script. Dr. Teeth up. is flipping through the script. Doc and Fozzie and Kermit walk into the church. <laughs> yeah, it's really, it was good. And then we meet them. And There's also another cameo, a huge cameo that we forgot. A big cameo. Bob Hope? No. Well, I mean, sure. But it's a big one. Kermit and Fozzie are driving down the street. <gasps> and they see Big Bird. They see Big Bird. And they're like, we're going to Hollywood. And he goes, it's okay. I'm going to New York. <laughs> That's right, to be on Sesame Street. Yeah. So then they just... So basically, they keep trying to get to Hollywood. Doc Hopper keeps trying to get them. Mm-hmm. And then Piggy and Kermit have a romantic dinner. Mm-hmm. <gasps> and they are captured. Actually, by Mel Brooks. Felt, well, not yet. Oh. They're kidnapped by Doc Hopper and his thugs. Yeah. And they kidnap Piggy, and then Kermit has to go and rescue her, but he can't. And then they're going to. P- then Mel Brooks comes in, and they're going to turn his brains, Kermit's brains, to mush. Yeah. And they put this thing on his head, and Piggy gets out. And does the Piggy. Wah, wah, wah. Hi-ya, hi-ya. Hi-ya. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. And then the thing falls on Mel Brooks's head. Yeah, and, he and he's goes like, like, ribbit, ribbit. Ribbit, ribbit. So, but, okay. And then as we're getting more into the story, and then Doc Hopper is coming, all of a sudden, the movie just kind of goes, bleh. Remember, they're in the theater and yeah. it melts, so then they have to put it back. The Swedish chef, I think, has to, or, yeah, has to put it back together, and he does. And then Kermit says to Robin, this is the patriotic part, because Fozzie is singing, oh, beautiful for spacious guys. <laughs> and my fa- this is absolutely my favorite line. Should I stand up? Kermit goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So then. They, no. No. Not he's that, on, no. Not that need, patriotic. You don't need to. So then they just keep going, and finally, then they have a showdown mm-hmm. in a ghost town. Doc Hopper and Kermit. Yes. And Kermit wins. Who do they meet in the ghost town? There's two people in the ghost town. I forgot. Bunsen, Honeydew, and Beaker. Oh, yes, because they're making all these experiments. It's so cute. And then what happens is then it becomes really bad, and how are they ever going to get out it's so terrible and here comes the bus the mm. dr teeth and the electric yeah. mayhem well they've all been there they're just hiding and then oh yeah no but they're like how did you find us and he's like we read the script <laughs> so then they all go to hollywood now on this big old bus you forgot the best part of the showdown i forgot why, why do they run away oh that's right because i forgot because animal accidentally eats the magic grow pills and he's ginormous it's like alice in wonderland he comes through the roof and yeah. he's like animal <laughs> and everybody's afraid and so then they get they all get on the bus and they're gonna go to hollywood and have their dreams mm-hmm. and they go to the producer and the lady says they can't see him and too bad they just storm in mr producer and then they say a bunch of stuff and the producer says to the secretary, give me the rich and famous contract. <laughs> yeah. 
And then, then at the end, it's showing them making the movie with all these cardboard props, which made me laugh. Mm-hmm. And They're remaking their story. Yes, and it was so good. You forgot a good chunk of it. Did I? <laughs> it's, I mean, it's just like little parts I love. At one point when they're asking more people to join them, they go to a car lot because they need to buy a new car. And it's Milton Berle. It's Milton Berle. Oh, yes. And then Sweetums. like, do you want to go to Hollywood with us? And Sweetums runs away. He goes, Hollywood? Ah! And he runs away. And they're like, that must have freaked him out. And then they drive away. And he comes back with his suitcase. And he's like, oh, guys, wait for me. And just randomly through the movie, he shows up like, I'm going, wait for me. And at the very end of the movie, when they all are singing Rainbow Connection again. Yes. Uh, he bursts through the screen. Yes. It's like, I made it, I made it. I love it. And then also, when they're buying the car, and Milton Berle's like, the price you see is the price you get. <laughs> and there's this bug. And it, this car is like $299 or something. Yeah. And, or something 12 uh, 1200 or something yeah and um sweetums hits a bug and they're, they're like we'll take it for 12.99 or whatever it was so yeah yeah it's a great movie it's you it, watched it as a kid all the time all the time yeah uh, yeah somebody made a tape for us and it had like three muppet movies on there yeah you guys watched it till it was it probably it was probably the fully legal blockbuster and not anything illegal well, what's that illegal? That's technically illegal. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know that. Criminal. Criminal mastermind. Pirating VHSs. Oh, I didn't know. Sorry. It's anyway, whatever. we watched it and you guys yeah. watched it till it broke. Because it's good. Because it's amazing. So if you've never seen Muppets, see it. Muppets are wonderful. It's. I mean, it's just got so much heart. And the people who made it clearly love it. Absolutely. It's fantastic. So it's mm. a buy it, buy it, buy it, buy every Muppet movie you can have. And watch every single one. What was that one we used to have where they were like doing fairy tales? Remember that? In like a theater? Uh-uh. That was a weird one. I don't remember. I have to Google it. It okay. was weird. Um, I just slapped Theodore in the stomach and I he was know, like, I what? I don't know why you did that. All That's right. Funny. What movie did I make you watch? What is it called? Cover Girl. Cover Girl. 1944? 1944. Yeah. Seven years before Singing in the Rain. Okay. Now I need to clarify something. Okay. I do not like this style of movie. I do not like this 40s musical, which doesn't really make sense. And like things just happen. They're just okay with it where it doesn't really make sense. I want to live there. And the story's kind of boring to me. I understand why other people can like it. Me. Yes. I didn't. dresses. Whatever. I didn't care. I didn't like it. Kelly. I feel like the story's pretty basic. Okay. He runs, Gene Kelly runs a club. Yes. He's got this dancer in the club that he's dating. Yes. Rusty. Rusty. Bad name. Bad name. Rusty. Her name is Rusty. Yes. I can think of a hundred more better names than Rusty. Yes. Want me to list them? No. I'm going to list one. Okay. Linda. Okay. Yes. And you name a better name than Rusty. You can't think of a better name than Rusty? Molly. Molly. Uh, Mikhail Gorbachev. (laughs) Any name is better than Rusty. She's supposed to, yes. She's Rusty is a gross name. Rusty is the name of a dog. Rusty's the name of your mechanic who farts a lot. Uh, I don't know if you've never met a mechanic who farts a lot. But I mean he's just like, hey, it's me, Rusty. Oops, I pooped it. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like it's just like a that's not a good name. Okay. I'm sorry. Anyway, Rusty. So his girlfriend Rusty and she's a dancer and she's okay. Uh 
But there's another girl who's trying to be on the magazine or whatever. She wants to be a cover girl. Yeah, this other girl, and she sucks. So she bombs it. So she tries to sabotage it for Rusty. And it kind of ends up working for Rusty because her grandma was in this magazine or something. Yes. She dated this old man. So boom, she gets it. Okay, then Rusty's career starts to skyrocket. Yes. Uh, and things kind of start to waver. Like, is she still going to be with Gene Kelly? Or is she not going to be with Gene Kelly? And Gene Kelly's trying to still be with her. And I don't know. And it's kind of a will they, won't they? And then she's got this other guy. And then there's Gene Kelly's sidekick, which is Gene. There's always Gene Kelly's sidekick. Phil he, Silver's in this film. He always has Gene Kelly's sidekick. You know what I mean? There's always. And the little guy. Um, mm-hmm. And the music's fine. Again, not my style of music. Uh, and then, oh, oh, and she ends with Gene Kelly. Of course. Uh, this movie does have a really cool scene that I'd like to talk about. All right. I don't remember why, but Gene Kelly's arguing with himself in like a vacant street. Yes. And when I say vacant street, there's not even like cars. I know. But uh, because the rich guy likes her. Yes. And he can do more for her than he can. Yes. Than Danny can. So, so Gene Kelly's arguing with himself in a mirror and literally himself. And, and we need to like, here's the thing. This scene, if they remade this movie, the scene would have zero... Like, this scene would not be cool because we have CGI. Right. And we can superimpose things. The scene was cool because computers didn't exist. Right, 1944. You know what I mean? Like, like you didn't have this technology. They did do a lot of camera tricks. Right. So this was done with camera tricks. And, and a very impressive scene. Like, like, this scene saved the entire movie for me because I was like, I don't care, I don't care, I don't care. Like I was just zoning out And then I was like whoa What's happening Here's the thing You can like this movie I love this movie Yeah But this it's not This movie is clearly made for people like you This movie's not made for me This movie's not made for our Late 20s Young guys who are like I want to watch a cool movie uh, And then they see Gene Kelly going doo, 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 doo. Everyone in this movie is very talented Yes <laughs> It's very it, Again objectively is very good I, but let me talk about the scene what what's up no i was just gonna say something so of course rita hayworth did her own dancing yeah she wasn't singing no it wasn't her voice i just saw that in the pokeballs yeah um okay so anyway so this scene is really cool so he's arguing with himself and then it, and it's a reflection yes and then the reflection jumps out of the mirror or yes. out of the window and they have this really good dance number and it is insane because Gene Kelly is not dancing with anybody in either shot. Yes. He's dancing with himself. Yes. But he's not really there. Yes. So he's got to perfectly time these and perfectly hit these things. And the kicker is it's not like it's just two of him superimposed. They're different. Yes. Because the angles, like there's camera angles. He's not just facing forward every time. So that means that they had to shoot this scene at least twice to make sure that and that's if he nailed it the first shot and he was known for being we've talked about this before but he was known for being a perfectionist yeah good for him because this scene clearly showed that and it wasn't just like oh he jumps out of the window and then they do a little dance and he goes away they did a dance they went up some stairs they kept dancing up the stairs they went down a fire pole they kept dancing. like it was very very meticulous there was a lot that went into the scene that would they could have just went boop 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 okay uh and then it <laughs> again dancing is very incredible because it's just like wow like because right. again it's not just two of him doing the exact same movements you can see 
that is different guys because maybe the head turns different or maybe he looks at himself or like they'll both do a dance and the camera will not cut yet and they'll like go for a high five for each other you know what i mean like they interact with each other they play with each other obviously they don't touch each other because that would be impossible right but it's very it's very impressive like that scene is insane and that that to me is one of those scenes of like you look at again it's just like this is a huge throwback the weasel scene in roger rabbit Okay. When the weasels come into Eddie Valiant's apartment and they're holding guns and they're knocking things over and Roger is in the water and then he comes out of the water and spits water out. Now, easy peasy, you could do that in a month and probably less than that in CGI on a right. computer. But back then you had to, you didn't have that option. Right. Sure, in Jurassic Park I could just CGI a big T-Rex, but it feels real when there's a giant T-Rex standing there in the rain. Absolutely. Um, cause it, it, there's little things that you will never be able to do with a computer. Right. Just little, just little things. You might miss a water droplet. You might miss the, you know I mean? Something could, could, they, they just, you know, you might notice, um, no, it's, that scene was incredible. Like, like I even walked out of my room and was like, this scene is nuts. Like this scene is really good. The rest of the movie, I just didn't have my attention cause I, but that's the thing. You're you're like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm not the target market. I should. This movie should not have my attention because that's not the kind of person that this movie is attracting. Yeah, but I mean, you liked Singing in the Rain. But I think that's because I've grown up with Singing in the Rain. Got it. I think it's because it's so ingrained in my brain to like that movie because growing up, you'd put it on and say, if you don't like this, you have to live in a box in the backyard. I did and, not ever and then you say, would that. say that's rude. I'd go, Mommy, Mommy, I want to watch The Dinosaurs. And then you'd hold up a foam Nerf bat and you'd shake your head no. And I'd go, oh, I'm going to it in the rain. I never said that. So Yeah, you just silently held up that Nerf bat. I did not. And hit it against your hand. like. I did not. Do you want to rate this now? Yeah, throw it in the trash. <gasps> um, no. I'm still trying to find the black and white non-musical version of this. What are you talking about? I swear I saw it. Black and white. Okay. Rita Hayworth. Gene Kelly. Okay. No, there's no singing or dancing in the then film. Then this would be boring. It was good. He no, was like a be... boxer or something. It's, it's it's a different movie then. Yeah. No, it's the same movie, but there's no singing or dancing. And, well, it's not called that movie if he's a boxer. It's Cover Girl. It's still called Cover Girl. And it's still Gene Kelly yes. and Rita Hayward. I think, yes. you're, I think you're wrong. I, I saw it in black and white. It was probably called something else. It wasn't. It was a movie to prove that Gene Kelly could do more than... I know, don't look it up because I've never found it. So maybe it's called something else. Maybe he and Rita Hayworth did a different film. But I know it was... I don't know. Maybe it's a different film and I've just lost my mind. But it's not going to be there because I've looked for it 8,000 times. When you Google Gene Kelly, Rita Hayworth, the only thing that comes up is CoverGirl. I know. What about You'll Never Get Rich? That's Fred Astaire, Rita Hayworth. Yes. May I don't think that was it. It was Gene Kelly because I love Gene Kelly. Okay. Uh, I mean, I think you're probably just getting old. Uh, <laughs> probably. That's you're okay. like this movie existed. Like, no, I'll it find did. it. It's probably a different. It's probably a different um, well, name I'm, or something. Yeah, but, I I don't think it's also called Cover Girl. That would make any sense. Yeah. Okay. I'll Is it find called it. Going My Way? No, it's not called Going My Way because that wasn't start. I'll, I'll find it. It's always fairer weather. No, but but um, wasn't that the movie? In order to get Gene Kelly to come and do this movie, the com- the 
the movie studio had to sell that the rights to that movie to the other company to get Gene Kelly. So it's okay. I'll look it up because I can't find it, but I know I saw it. I know yeah. I saw it. Well, you didn't, but I can't stress this enough. You are, you're incorrect. Because <laughs> there's not two movies with the same name within like a four-year span of each other starring the same cast. That's not how that works. Because like, they hey, made it this way first, and then they did the musical. Hey, did you see Shrek? Yeah. yeah the, the one that was in black and white where uh, there were, it was 2D animation. What? No, what are you talking about? 3D Shrek. No, the 2D Shrek that came out two years after that was the exact same okay. cast. It's okay. I just know I saw it, so I'm probably mixing up my movies. That's what I'm that's saying. Fine. You're mixing that's it up fine. for sure. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. You're like, I'm probably wrong. I'm like, yeah, you're definitely wrong. You're like, no, you're wrong. I'm like, wait, that's what? Okay. All right. So what should we talk about now? I don't know. What's up? Should we do our, should I do the shtick or spiel or whatever it's called? Yeah, sure. Do the spiel. Okay. We have a Facebook page. Uh, Kid Tested Mother Prude on Facebook. We have a Gmail. We have an email. Uh, Show at gmail.com. Do we have any emails? We got an email. Did we? Yay, I love emails. We have a Twitter. Show at gmail.com. We have no, a just nope. Show. Just Show. Okay. It's not Show at gmail.com? That's not our Twitter, no. Oh, Twitter. Sorry. Uh, we have a Discord. It's in the notes. If you would like some really cool KTMA stuff, go to tpublic, T-E-E public. And find us if you, did I say something wrong? No, I'm just looking at you. Oh, hello. Hello. If you want to sponsor our Baby Little Podcast, go to patreon.com. Slash KTMA show. Awesome. Okay, you want to read the email? Yes, it's from Thomas. Oh. And it says, hi. Hi. I have, hi. I have some movie suggestions. <gasps> Yay, Thomas. Number one, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers 1995. Boo, Thomas. What? Ivan Ooze was terrifying. I not a not a fan of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Oh, well, you're wrong. Number okay. two, Doctor Who the movie, 1996. If it doesn't have David Tennant in it, it's not really Doctor Who. That's incorrect. Sorry. <laughs> that sh- that show existed for like 50 years I without know, David Tennant. I know, but David Tennant's my favorite. Uh, Pokemon the first movie, Mewtwo Strikes Back, 1999. Okay, I've seen that one. And High School Musical, 2006. Thanks for looking. Sincerely, Thomas. Well, Thomas, we'll check those out. Those, yes, are, those are fun. Those, those are 90s. fun. I, thought, yeah. I grew up with all of those. I was going to say. High School Musical, not really, because I was like, I'm 16. Bleh. No, I don't. Where's it? Th- 2006. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. But I've seen it with mm. babysitting and everything else. Yeah, I've seen it a hundred times. Yeah, I think we'll have to check those out. One time when I was uh, 18, I worked at the arena near us in High School Musical and Ice came by, and I got hit on by most of the uh, most of the male actors. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, whatever. There you go. It was a different time, but so at that time I was like, weird. And I was like, hey, man, attention's attention. I'm, I'm a comedian. Any, any any attention I get is validation. Excellent. All right. Um, What are you watching, doing, buying, selling? Oh. oh, do you want to talk about Twilight? <sighs> I read it this I read it this time. Bomb. <laughs> You're entering the twilight zone. That's how. That's me being unenthusiastic. That's what we're calling this segment. It's me unenthusiastically re- singing the twilight zone theme song, but we're talking about the book Twilight. Oh, I was like, what? Get it? Because it's me. Going, I didn't get it, but yeah, now I do. Okay. Okay, so let's talk about it. It was so good. The chapter was <sighs> chapter so interesting. Chapter five was garbage. No, it wasn't. Chapter five is stupid because we find out that. Bella is sick. She she gets queasy from blood, and Edward has his 
dumb smug smile that I just want to kick his kick off his face. No. And he's like, <laughs> and she's like, it seemed funny to him. And we get hints that yes, Edward can read minds. Ooh. And he's like, he's like, she's like, oh, you're like a superhero. He's like, what if I'm the bad guy? Meanwhile, I'm there like, what if both of you are garbage? And then I pick them up by the by the nape of their neck, like little animals, okay? And I take I take the lid off a dumpster, and I just go, nope, and I put them okay. in there. So let's go back to really what the chapter was. Stupid. So they're with a de- they. Oh no, they're checking their blood type, and so Bella gets a little bit hoogly over blood. She gets cozy over blood. Oh, and we wow. all certain people do, and it's not a big yeah. deal. And then Mike's gonna try to help her, but here comes. But- Wait, hold on. What? We're gonna talk about something in that chapter first. So the teacher's like, "Hey, everybody, we're gonna check your blood type," and then he just stabs Mike. Yeah. He just stabs him. Yeah. And my, everyone's okay with that, and I'm like. Hey, uh, no. Yeah, you can't do that. You can't do that? No. You can't just stab a child? No, you can't stab anyone. You have to, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, that's fair, I guess. But, yeah, uh, don't well, stab. also, that's not how the chapter started. There was, like, a little bit more of lead up of her being like, Edward, talk to me. And him be like, uh, no. And her be like, I love you. And be like, uh. Okay. And they drooled. None of that happened. So anyway. Uh, I so mean, then, kind of it did, no, though. No, not like that. And then Mike is going to take her to the nurse's thing yeah and edward was gonna cut class and all of a sudden he's right there by bella he's gonna save her he carries her to the nurse's what station. a weirdo he because she's faint and she feels hoogly hey uh bella i'm in your class i noticed something's going on you want me to take you to the nurse which i know that i'm the guy with the blood thing i probably shouldn't be the one taking you uh but i can take you oh okay thanks mike hey bella i'm here um no i got it dude uh did you just pick that girl up Without her consent at all and just kind of carry her away? That's a little weird, right? She's sick. She clearly is sick. She does not look to be enjoying that. Uh, I'm a dingus. No, so none of that happened. He was that's being... Liter- pro- that's no. literally what... Protective no. of what? He's he was taking pro- care of her because he loves her. Does he, though? Yes, he does. Keep reading. <clears throat> Chapter 6, oh, next episode. Oh, okay, randomly. I'm going to find out later. Oh, the reason I was a jerk to you is because I loved you. Yes. Oh, that's healthy. Yeah. Because she's a human and he could eat her. He should. Anyway, She'd it was a really town. good chapter. And then there was no sucks. whining or anything that you oh say all the time. Yes, there is. No, Everything there is like, this is every chapter in this book. Uh, Mike was really nice to me. He gave me $20 out of his own wallet. Uh, uh, but he sucks and I hate him. Uh, and then Edward flipped me the bird and slapped me in the head and I love him. <laughs> No, I'm sorry, Ruben, but you're wrong. None of that happened in this chapter. It was a really good chapter just about, you know, still progressing in the relationship and how Edward is very protective of her and he's having his feelings, and but he's like 200 years old, so... No. Oh, I'm sorry, I fell asleep. Because okay, so, so we're done talking about care. Twilight. It's it a great sucks. book. It's a great book. It sucks. The chapter was really interesting. Sucks. And... Oh. Again, I get that I'm not the target demographic, and oh man, real, real cool, Ruben, being an adult man dumping on a teenager's. Yeah, book, but, but I'm like, not. I'm not the targeted yes, you demographic. Are. Yes, you are. Okay, well, I like, like a, it because you're a woman, a and nice that's what these Yes, like Pooh Bear says, but these are, <laughs> this is these are not written for okay. adult man to be like, oh, this isn't realistic. Oh. And I guess not realistic. There's vampires and stuff, but like. It's Come good. Be, I like it. She's annoying. Okay. So. I can't wait till chapter seven where Reuben comes in as a teacher and just says, you know what? 
uh, first of all, I'm not going to stab anybody. I'm replacing your old teacher because uh, that guy <laughs> stabbed a guy that no one seemed to have any problem with because right after he stabbed a teenager, he was like, oh, yeah, and if you're under 18, you're going to need a permission slip uh, from your parents. Uh, didn't check if Mike was 18. I was going to say. stabbed just, him. Just poked him. Okay, so what else? Have you seen any good movies? Uh, I've been watching Oh yeah, a few things. Okay. I binged all of Amazon Originals' The Boys. And you said it was kind of scary and I shouldn't watch it. You, it is not for kids. Not for children. Or mom. Or mom. Not for children or my mom. <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. That's the rating stuff. that I'm going to put on there. Not for children or my mom. <laughs> it is very intense. It is like the movie Watchmen meets Kick-Ass. It's very violent, uh, very funny, very messed up. There's just a lot of really... Is there a lot of bad words? Yeah, a ton of them. Okay. Because one of the guys is British, and everything is F and this and F and that, and the C word gets thrown around a lot. Um, uh, first, I thought he was Australian because it's Carl Urban. Uh, he's not. He's just angry. Uh, oh, I like Carl Urban, though. Yeah, he plays a really good bad guy. Well, he's not a bad guy. He, he plays a really good guy who is a bad boy you know that kind of like like a, a, a he's a ba you know what that means mm-hmm. bachelor's associates oh and well, bad does badass. he drive a motorcycle no he drives an old car they put a man in um so oh but uh but yeah no so it was really good really just in- intense uh hyper violent uh i really enjoyed it. the story is really good but every episode is just uh really just what is happening i have no idea it's crazy okay. it's constantly crazy okay what else are you watching anything else have yeah you watched I, the last al- couple weeks? I also watched uh it's it was called the untitled amazing jonathan documentary but now it's just called the amazing jonathan documentary <sighs> what a whirlwind i think do do i think we've talked about it before no we talked about the other one. Oh, okay halfway through this documentary uh Jonathan hires another crew to document them. Oh. So there's two documentary crews fighting for his time and fighting for his attention. The other documentary makes no reference that this other crew is there. You have no idea that two are being filmed at the same time. It is weird. It is interesting. Like some people like this makes Jonathan look really bad. I don't know if it makes him look bad. I think it makes him look human. Dude's got his demons. Dude's got his problems. Let's say, but don't we all? Yeah. Uh, it's very interesting. It's a really interesting. Yeah, there's just a lot. It's much more in-depth than the YouTube one. There's one that was on YouTube. It's like some comedy blah, blah, blah channel. This one is just a straight-up like Hulu documentary, and it's really good. Excellent. Anything and Weird Al's in it. Who? Weird Al. Oh, that's good. I like Weird Al. Yeah. Anything else you've been watching? I don't think so. Yeah, I haven't. Let's see. I started Bachelor in Paradise again. Totally smutty, but it's okay. Yeah. And We're going to play a game. I'm going to say... I'm going to say a name, and you tell me if that's someone who has probably appeared on The Bachelor. Just roll with me on this. Okay. Rachel. Yes. Jason. Yes. Michael. I don't think so. I'm going to throw a loop here. Randy. Nope. Uh Oh, Travis. Maybe. Brittany. Yes. Tiffany with an I. No. Tiffany with a Y. I don't think so. Uh, Carlos. Mm, maybe. 
oh, weird how I said all those white names, and it was yes, 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 and the second it gets ethnic, no. Bachelor's like, oh, I don't know. No, no. They don't do that. They don't. They no. Don't. They only hire white people. No, they don't. They hire everybody. Everybody wants to go to a Mexican resort and drink and fall in love. Yeah, that's a good way to phrase that. Fall in love. That's fine. Okay, but I can I talk about what I watched? I uh, saw The Missing Link, the movie The Missing Link. Yeah. Done by the same people who did Coraline. Like, uh, Leica Studios. Who is it? Leica. L-I-K-A? Mm-hmm. I, I actually really liked it. Oh, stop motion is incredible. Their stop motion is so good. No, they're not the same people that do Wallace and Gromit. No, different studio. Okay. So liked this movie, mm-hmm. not for children, but not because there's anything wrong with it. Yeah. It's just that it's more, it's more definitely, whoops, it's definitely more set up for adults. Yeah. Because there's a lot of humor, adult humor, not in a bad way. But adult jokes. Who's in it? I don't know. Zach Galifianakis. Okay. Hugh Jackman. Oh, yes. That's all I know. Yeah, it was good. I really liked it. I would see it again, and I saw it for $1.75, so there you go. That's pretty good. Yeah. I watched Detective Pikachu again. Okay. That's good. I like that movie. It's not... Okay. You talked through the whole movie. I heard you. Well, here... Me and Robert were just talking, but here's the thing. I... I... I know... The concept artist. Okay. He's a really nice guy. We met him at some cons, and every time we see him, he goes, hey, guys, how you been? Like, he's a very nice guy. Uh, we saw him last year, and he told us, hey, I can't say anything, but I, I'm working on a new Pokemon movie. And we were so excited for him, because he's an artist at the con, and we were so excited for him. We are like, yeah, dude, get it. Like, that's so awesome. He goes, I can't say anything plot detail-wise. We go, that's fine. You don't have to. You don't need to say anything. we just stoked that you're working on it. Absolutely. Came out. It's a fine movie. Okay. If anything, it's a good video game movie. Okay. It's not bad. You know what I mean? It's not right. terrible. It's He got to work on something that's pretty good. That is objectively one of the best video game movies. Oh, see, like, that's you, great. You know what I mean? Like, and he he's proud to have worked on it. Absolutely. Because it's it was fun and it was something he loved and whatever. That's a good thing. Uh, But yeah, no, Detective Pikachu is fun. And it's, real, again, it is just Who Framed Roger Rabbit, with but with Pokemon. Oh, okay. Uh, but I love it. Well, that's good. All right. Should we talk about the theme? No. Bye. No, wait. The theme for next week. What? Did you come up with a cute title? It's a dub- It's a two-parter theme. Okay. So this week is? Well, the two-parter theme title is Over Under. Okay. Over Under. So what we did is we went to Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. And we looked up movies. Yes. Uh, and the first week, oh boy, uh, the first week is movies that have under a 10% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. Um, do you want to go first? Well, I only have one because I found it and it was free on Amazon. Okay. And so. I'm worried. You should be worried because I'm worried because I have to watch it. You do have to watch it. That's that's the kicker. 2018. What? 2018. Okay. Starring John Travolta. No. You will be no, watching. No, no, no. I don't want to watch this. You'll be watching Gotti. Gotti. G-O-T-T-I is a person's name. It scored a zero. Oh, no. So what am I watching? I already know what I'm watching. What do you think you're watching? Just say it. Um, The John Candy film. What? The John Candy film. Nothing Wagon's tr- East. Oh. Wagon's East. I wish. That's it's on good. there. No, that's not what you're watching. Don't. Okay. Don't have such high hopes. <laughs> 
you have a oh boy and you check to make sure it was yep both of them are available online okay give me the netflix one 1988 okay oh man i kind of don't want to give you this other one because i feel bad no i feel bad for both of them 1988 or 2015 i want the netflix one I didn't say Netflix or anything else. I think I said 2015 or 1988. If it's a Netflix movie, it was probably made in 2015. So 2015. All right. You did this to yourself. You want to know what you didn't pick? Yes. You did not pick 1988's McDonald's produced. Super Size Me. Mac and Me. Oh, I don't know. The that garbage E.T. Yes. ripoff that's yes. produced by McDonald's that has a dancing as a sequence inside of a McDonald's where Ronald McDonald does a dance number with an alien. Nice. I'm glad I didn't get that one. Uh, you won't be. Uh, you did pick 2015 Netflix. Okay. Terry Crews, Taylor Lautner, Steve Buscemi, Danny Trejo. Oh, and Adam Sandler. You're doing The Ridiculous Six. Which is Adam Sandler's send up of like Magnificent Seven. I've never even heard of it. I wonder why. It has a zero percent. Woohoo! We're watching zero percent movies Ugh, this week. I have to watch Gaudy. Yep. So we're watching Gaudy and Magnificent. No, 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 no. 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 Ridiculous Six. The Ridiculous Six. Oh, huh. boy. Uh-oh, I can't I wait for next week. So it'll be a good week. Next week will be much better. Oh, yeah, because I already have the movie picked out. Yeah. It's a hundred percent. Mine's 90. 100%. 100% Ron Tomatoes? Yes. He's stuck. Theodore's stuck in my bag. So, um, yes. Okay. 100% Ron Tomatoes, really? Yes. That's impressive. It Yes. That's got to be good. You sure we haven't watched it before? Is it Finding Nemo? It's not Finding Nemo. Are you sure? Yes. You're not going to try and watch Finding Nemo again? No, but I, I have to double check and see if we've watched it. I know. I'm kind of worried because there's one that I want to have you watch, but I'm like, I know we've talked about you wanting to watch it and never seeing it, but I don't remember if you ever watched it. Well, go back and look. Yeah, but then I have to go through everything. That's right. So, all right. All right. <sighs> Next week, I'm watching Gaudy. And I'm watching... Ridiculous Six. Ridiculous Six. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys. <laughs>